Welcome to the Dental Breakdown Show. This show is where we break down issues in the dental marketplace. My name is Christian White, CEO of White & Associates Practice Consulting, Better Business, Better Dentistry. Greg, you know, one of the things that you, know, you and I have been chatting about is the trends in the, the healthcare marketplace in terms of, of benefits and what is that going to do or, or what exactly do you see how that affects the uh, dental practices? Sure. Well, probably the biggest healthcare trend that we have in the, in the um, medical field is the cost. Really what it boils down True. to is, is the premium. Um, about a year ago, most renewals were 8 to 22%. Uh, this year, most group medical renewals I've seen are between 3 and 8%. And so it all depends on the year. I had a client the other day that mentioned to me, is it uh, the group plan went up $400? And she said, well, uh, per month for all the employees, there's five employees, which ended up being about a 7% increase overall. Um, so not too bad, honestly. Um, uh, pretty good renewal and uh, meaning the rate. But with that being said, she's like, is this going to happen every year? And I said, well, it could. I said, there's three different ways that um, your premium is adjusted each year. Um, actuarial. So the health insurance companies, and I don't care if it's health insurance, life insurance, or property casualty, they all have really smart people that sit in these cubes and offices all day trying to figure out um, how often Christian's going to go to the doctor versus me. They do. Were they right or wrong? <laughs> And they're taking very highly educated guesses. The second reason why your premium changes is internal expenses. Did that insurance company you're working with, did they control their insurance, their, their internal expenses appropriately, manage their, their own checkbook? And then lastly, outside investment. Uh, health insurance companies, any insurance companies, they're cash cows, right? Because all they do is taking cash. So they want to take that money and they want to invest it in something, something conservative. And let's just argue 3% for this, this argument. Did they get 4% or did they get 2%? Now, everyone listening to this podcast and look, think about your personal checking account and savings account, 1% difference probably for most of us is not that big of a deal. It's not going to make or break us, sure. right? When you got some of these insurance companies that have billions of dollars by state and federal law required to keep on the books, the invent of a pandemic like Coronas, um, that if we have a run on our medical insurance system, that they can, they're solvent. Mm-hmm. 1% is a big deal to these insurance companies. Um, and so to, to, to talk about the three trends is costs and how do they manage that? And that's when you work with a true broker consultant like me that has the agreements with the insurance companies. We, we go out and we, we shop that for you each year. We look at the different plans. We look at your current plan. We have some questions to follow up with you every year on, on how well the plan was working. We take case notes when your client, when your employees come in and we can review if Sally Jones wanted this, um, Derek Anderson wanted this. I'm making up names, obviously, right? Um, this was a concern of your office manager. And so we try to bring these things up um, so that we're having a, a, a fluid, trans, uh, transparent conversation about the benefits. Um, some of the trends that we have to be concerned with in the healthcare business is um, what's next, right? Um, so what I try to do as a broker consultant is I go to three to five conferences a year that lasts anywhere from two to four to eight hours out of my day. And yes, um, it's, uh, I enjoy it, I don't mind it. Now, if anyone wants to join me someday and they have a problem with insomnia, you'll be out in about five minutes, I'm sure. But it's, it's interesting to me. Um, but what we try to do is we try to understand new trends. Um, there's a company out east that came into Minnesota a couple years ago and how to control these costs. Um, 
and stay competitive with your benefits. Because the key to stay competitive is that you don't want uh, your employees to leave, right? It costs you on average half their salary. So if you're paying someone $50,000 a year to do XYZ in your dental practice or any business for that fact, um, to replace John Doe that left for whatever reason, um, to replace John Doe with Sally Smith, you're gonna be paying about $25,000 in lost revenue, training costs, because now you have someone else also working with Sally Smith to get her up to speed with what John Doe did. Um, so there, my point is that there's this company out, uh, out east that came into Minnesota that's changed a little bit of how, um, how, how to price the, the benefits. Um, long story short, the Affordable Care Act, the problem with a company is that when you have four or five, 10 people in the company before the Affordable Care Act, uh, you'd write, you'd fill out health questionnaires and based on how your employees responded to those health questionnaires, determined how you were rated. Typically at somewhere between uh, 0.75 to 1.25 on a factor scale. The 0.75 is your healthy group, 1.25 is a sick group. Um, if, if a gal had a baby the year prior, if one of the guys in there had prostate cancer and was getting treatment, that affected everyone else got to pay a higher premium because of that birth or that cancer treatment, right? Mm -hmm. Well, what the Affordable Care Act tried to do is it tried to take your small group under 50 and spread that cost amongst the county that you reside in. And so if your business is in Hennepin County um, or Ramsey County or Washington County, there's a factor rating that's provided and then that factor rating is based on um, the insurance company's premiums and that's how your premiums are developed. Um, they're not based on if you're a man or woman really anymore, it's a unisex rate. Um, some um, insurance companies aren't charging for tobacco, some do a unisex tobacco if you wanna call it that. Um, but it's based on now that, that rate in the county you reside in. Well, the problem with that is that now if you're in a really healthy county, you're paying less in premium. If you're in a bad county, you're paying more in premium. And so what this company out east did is that they're coming in and they've developed um, a program that they're actually underwriting you based on your um, health experience. So if you're an owner of a company and says, yeah, my, my employees are healthy, they never go to the doctor, but you're paying a lot on your traditional medical plans, there might be another option out there that you can base it on that, yep, my employees don't go to the, to the doctor, so you could then maybe save some money on your premiums. And so um, my point to this is that when you look at trends in the healthcare business is that for some companies, the Affordable Care Act, they saved money because they were sicker. Mm -hmm. For other companies, I had a client, they were uh, personal trainers. They worked out all day long. <laughs> yeah, They were at 0.75. Because of the Affordable Care Act, how the, uh, uh, President Obama tried to get everyone to what's a factor rate of about 0.05. So if you're at 1.25 and you're sick, you actually saved money. If you were healthy, this one client saw about a 38% increase on their premium once the Affordable Care Act was introduced here in 2014 because of this factor rating to try to spread the risk out to the community. Mm -hmm. um, and so he actually dropped his group medical plan. He's like, I'm not paying almost 40% more. We're, we're professional fitness right. gurus. We, we shouldn't have to pay this. Well, with this new... Exactly right. Um, 
So with this other company, when we have companies like that, we need about five people in the in the company to make it work. And you know, if you're if you're interested and you want to talk more about it, I'll mm-hmm. go into more logistics of it. But it might save you some money from what you're doing now with a very extensive network that competes with the fully insured market uh, of your group medical plans, uh, health partners, Blue Cross, Medica Preferred One, and uh, United Healthcare. The Dental Breakdown Show, sponsored by White & Associates Practice Consulting. Better business, better dentistry. They are a practice management consulting firm for dentists and other healthcare-related businesses. Their sole purpose is to implement proven strategies through online and in-practice visits and result in the personal professional success of the dentist and his or her team. And so what the, the point to the, the, the trends is what we try to do is sit in these different conferences and learn two or three nuggets like this company out east that presented at one of the meetings or one of the conferences I went to, I then set up a separate meeting with my, my rep for that company from Minnesota. And we had a good hour conversations a couple times before I probably talked to him about four or five times before I even presented it to a first client. So I could understand the logistics behind it. So I could understand how to, to explain it to the client. Um, because at the end of the day, I got to feel comfortable with presenting something to a client and understand the risks involved, the benefits involved, and is this something that I need, should even be presenting to the client? And so um, that's what we try to do when you talk about um, where things are going in the healthcare business is, is that we try to go to these conferences to, to understand what's going on. Nice. So you're, you're staying ahead of the curve, Greg. That's great. That's really good. Uh, not a lot of people do that. Um, that's wonderful. Um, okay, so then, you know, you deal with all types of businesses, but in the small business realm, you know, what are the, you know, are there, are there some things that all small businesses, you know, don't do well when it comes to health insurance? You know, the top three or four things that they consistently screw up or consistently have a problem with that cost them time and money. You know, sure. what are those? Well, I think the number one issue is that uh, these businesses work with a hobbyist versus a consultant. The story I gave you before, um, this gentleman that had the one agreement uh, was telling his client for 17, 18 years, it's the best plan in the world. I came in there and showed him a $60,000 savings on premium, $5,000 a month. Yes, that's an employee salary. And so we had a good conversation of how that was different, what he's currently doing. Um, and why should we do it? Yada, yada, yada. Um, and he decided uh, to stay with his current guy for two reasons. One, um, the owner had a bout with some cancer. And so he was nervous to switch in the company. And I explained to him, it's guaranteed issue. There's no, this is before the Affordable Care Act. Um, guaranteed issue. There's no worries. We can switch you to the new company without any questions. They, they, um, and then th- this was also taken into consideration fact, his, his cancer rating. Um, and then the second reason is he had too good of a relationship with his current property cash agent that he would feel bad if he moved. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, and, and just so we're on the same page, how do you, uh, they're good at their financial planning. They're good at yes. property. Casualty. They're, they're, they mean well, and you know, and I get it, you know, um, I'm not, um, investment licensed, uh, but if I could sell you, offer you a 401k, why wouldn't I? Right. It's a right. client, but I have, I have good partners that people can offer that to you. With that, because I realized the health insurance business takes so much of my time and energy that, um, you know, what they say, um, um, jack of all trades, master of none. I think yes. I screwed up 
book, but something along those something lines. Something along those lines, yes. <laughs> yes. And so what we, so um, the first thing is working with a hobbyist. The second thing is not giving the group benefits. Um, every year my goal is to sit down with you, the, the owner, the management team. I have one client, um, he wants nothing to do with the health insurance. He has his HR director deal with me, which is great. He told me I trust her 100%. She can make good decisions. She'll run by, she'll take good notes and run by me. And he goes, if I have questions, I'll give you a call, Greg. But he goes, I'm running my business. I know I need to do this. So he gives us enough time with his associates and we do an annual enrollment meeting and we do presentations to him. And I think the second area that people make the mistake is that they don't give it enough time and energy. I had one company that didn't want me to talk to their employees that that hour long session was going to take them away from their business. And I looked at the owner and I said, look, you're spending X amount a year in premium on this insurance. Your employees have group coverage through you. Why don't we just take an hour of their time? I'll sit down with them. I don't even charge for this. I just come out and do it. I want your employees to understand how a benefit that you're providing one, during that meeting, everyone will get a one, I call it a one-cheater with the benefit that they're enrolling to, what the company contributes to the benefits, whether it's medical, group life, group disability, dental, et cetera, or just whatever pieces you guys contribute, because you can also do volunteer benefits where you don't contribute to them. And so we sit down, we talk to the employees so that they know how much the company's paying on their behalf, what, um, what they're paying on their behalf, how their benefits work. And once I talked to this owner about like, look, how, let's have these employees understand what's free in the plan that they don't pay for. Once we had that conversation, she's like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, I do pay a lot for this. Why don't we just take an hour and walk our employees through what they have, the benefits they have, what we're paying and how to use our benefits. And so I'd say the, the second issue is um, not taking the time. Um, and then a third issue is um, uh, renewal. Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, sit down with us every year, you know, anywhere from 60 to uh, 45 to 60 days out and reviewing where you're at um, and then stop blowing off the benefits. Because let's face it, you are investing a lot of money into this. And yes, your you employee, are. Yeah. You know, it's not, not to sugarcoat, it's not cheap. Um, and it's, it's a true investment into your employees. And so, and what we try to do, like I said, as your broker is we go out and we shop it for you and we try to see what's the best benefits for you. And that's why we go to these conferences and, and all our carriers have webinars that we attend um, to understand, you know, option B for the next year, well, this, uh, this is what you're gaining, this is what you're losing, et cetera, so that we can communicate to the, to the ownership um, management that. Hi, my name is Greg DeCooster, president of MPF Benefits. MPF Benefits is a health insurance agency located in North Oaks, Minnesota. We work with business owners to design, implement, and manage your healthcare strategy. We provide benefits that actually benefit you. Uh, I think that most business owners don't look at the health insurance piece as an investment. It's more of something that's a, kind of a pain in the butt that they have to deal with. And, you know, but you know, they don't have, they, don't, they haven't met you or have had access to you or had a chat with you. Um, you know, if I can just hand it off to you and have you take care of it, wow. It uh, saves me a lot of hassle, especially when I'm focused on, you know, running my business or I'm running my dental practice. That's a, a huge advantage. Um, so here, lastly, um, 
let's talk about, you know, we're in the middle of this pandemic. We've got the, the coronavirus. You know, what has that done to, you know, the health insurance benefits market? I mean, has there been big swings? I mean, do you see some things changing? I mean, real quick, why don't you just, you know, talk about that? Sure. Um, well, obviously, this is um, coronavirus we haven't seen, and I, I don't think anyone living today thought we would have an issue like this. And so it kind of, I would argue, caught everyone kind of by surprise. Um, and uh, I mean, I didn't take it too seriously until the NBA canceled their season. And all yeah. of a sudden, when they canceled their season, it was a Tuesday night. And I, I remember sitting at my desk and I'm thinking, well, geez, this is March. They go until June. That's hundreds of millions of dollars that the uh, commissioner just walked away from. I'm like, so that made me realize kind of the seriousness of where we're at. Um, a lot of the companies go back to your agent, call your insurance company if you got questions. Most insurance companies are waiving uh, co-pays, co-insurance fees to be tested to see your doctor on related COVID issues. Um, COBRA, COBRA is a continuation of your group medical benefits if you uh, part ways with your employer. Um, typically, you have 60 days to elect COBRA. Um, right now, when the president uh, made this a, um, a national emergency, Cobra is now basically time limited, is unlimited to pick Cobra. Now there's a caveat to that. If you pick, you can pick Cobra or you can pick an individual plan. Once you pick Cobra an individual plan, you lose the option to change to individual or back to Cobra. Um, but so you don't, you're not, you, you don't have the 60 day time period to pick, uh, to get on Cobra. If you want to extend it out and wait a little bit, you can. Um, a lot of telehealth um, companies that um, haven't, um, offer telehealth. The telehealth is where you can, just like what we're doing today, or mm -hmm. Zoom meeting, uh, basically you're having a Zoom meeting or WebEx meeting, whatever you want to call it, uh, with your doctor. Um, I have a friend of mine who works for a very large company, and they have uh, his group medical plan gave him telehealth. And uh, this is a couple years ago when his daughter was seven, eight months old. His son is like five at the time. And his wife uh, was working Saturday, and his seven month ish old baby was screaming and um he figured he she had a uh, um sinus or a ear infection but he he, he moonlights a part-time as an emt so he had all the equipment to look at people's ears and throats and whatnot and so he did a telehealth meeting with uh their doctor which the company was free um for the visit and the doctor says well i think your daughter has a sign or a ear infection uh, but since i can't see in her ear you need to bring her in he goes, well, doc, I'm a part-time EMT. I'm trained to look at this stuff. Um, I have all the equipment to look in her ear. Can I just describe to you what I'm seeing? He said, sure. He said, yep, it's a sinus or ear infection. And I keep wanting to think of sinus infection. It's an ear infection. And um, prescribed a medicine right over the uh, internet there. Well, where do you go pick up? Well, I go to this XYZ pharmacy. Perfect. And uh, the only way he had to leave the house was to go pick up the medicine. And so those telehealth are very convenient. Um, most, a lot of plans are free. So why not, tr if it's free, you know, especially with COVID, they should be free, but confirm that with your, your medical uh, doctor, or excuse me, your insurance company, which on your card, every insurance company has their customer service number on the back of their card. Um, why don't you just run through it? And, and if you have a smartphone, it works. If you have a tablet or a computer, you just need to have a camera. Um, and uh, you know, you can do a 15, 20 minute free visit with them. And then you can have that doctor tell you whether or not you should go to the, the, actually go to the ER or urgent care. Um, a couple other things that's changed in the business is that a lot of these um, Medicare companies that we work with are now allowing us to do um, um, 
Zoom and over the phone meetings um, that they didn't really allow us to do before. And so um, it's changed. Um, and I think some of the stuff, it's changed to the good uh, to provide benefits to people and convenience to people to still get their medical insurance without having to necessarily meet face to face. In uh, the dental world, uh, Greg, uh, we call it teledentistry. That's kind of the newer dental piece uh, just because of the, uh, the coronavirus now. You know, dentists are doing a a teledentistry piece, you know, it's kind of like I talk to you and I can't really see in your mouth, but you can kind of talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing, what you're feeling or what's going on. And then I can make a decision on whether you need to come in or not. And so that's, that's kind of the newer piece, a little bit differently than the, the, the health piece. Um, it's a little tougher with your teeth. Uh, Cause you, <laughs> some people take a camera and they put it in their mouth and say, Hey, can you see this doc? Can you see this? And it's like, it's, it's a little tougher to make a decision, but <laughs> everybody's kind of making do um, with the coronavirus. So that's great information. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening today. I'm Christian White, the CEO of White and Associates Practice Consulting, Better Business, Better Dentistry. If you would like more information on today's topic, you can contact us at whitedentalconsulting.com slash breakdown. Keep those teeth white and see you next time on the Dental Breakdown Show.